You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia LZ Tuttle, and hey now, it's my backlist. Get my books read all day. This is episode number 253 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm really excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. Well, I have not yet jumped on the bread baking wagon, though I really do love to bake. However, I've been getting a lot of reading done during this time of physical distancing. I know it's really hard to be productive right now for a lot of people, and you don't have to. You don't have to be. It's a pandemic. We don't have to do anything except stay home and be safe. We're all doing the best we can right now. But for me, I have to keep busy in order to preserve my sanity. So I am doing a lot of reading. But if you're not like me in that way, that's totally okay too. We all have different ways of coping. That being said, I have a couple fiction titles this week to share with you. But before I get back to my backlist picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. TBR is Book Riot's new subscription service offering tailored book recommendations for readers of all stripes. Been dreaming of a stitch fix for books? Now it's here. Tell TBR about your reading preferences and what you're looking for, and sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email, so there's an option for every budget. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. That's mytbr.co. So my first backlist pick is Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff. I have had multiple people recommend Lovecraft Country to me over the past few years. I learned that it will be an upcoming HBO series with executive producers Jordan Peele, Misha Green, J.J. Abrams, and Ben Stevenson. So it got bumped in the matter of importance on my reading list. And holy crap, I love this book. First of all, I don't really read or watch horror anymore. While this book definitely has a creep factor, I didn't find it super scary. So I wanted to let you know that in case you're the kind of person who automatically skips those things in the horror genre. Honestly, the racists in the book are exponentially scarier than the monsters. And there are definitely monsters and aliens and ghosts. Lovecraft Country takes Lovecraftian monsters, horror, and fantasy and brings it to Jim Crow era America, which is actually wildly appropriate given that it's no secret that H.P. Lovecraft was a raging racist. Like I said, the monsters aren't what's to be scared of most. Lovecraft Country begins its focus on Atticus Turner, a young Black Army veteran whose father, named Montrose, goes missing under mysterious circumstances. Atticus and his Uncle George go on a road trip to New England to find him. Uncle George is the publisher of the Safe Negro Travel Guide, which is based on the actual Negro Motorist Green Book that existed during the Jim Crow era. Atticus's childhood friend Letitia comes along too, and Letitia's character is a delight and by far my favorite in the whole book. I would die for Letitia. So, anyway... We learn that Montrose is being held prisoner by Samuel and Caleb Braithwaite and a weird cult called the Order of the Ancient Dawn, who are toying around with dark magics that are clearly not good news for the Turner family. There are a bunch of other characters too, and almost each chapter focuses on a different one, as well as Caleb Braithwaite's long reach. We know how all the characters are connected in general, like, oh, this person is married to this person and this is their son. But in the end, each of the somewhat distinct chapters are tied together and it's really, really good. 
The book is, of course, like I said, full of monsters and ghosts and shape-shifting and travel across the universe. It is so much fun, and it's going to be an amazing show if it's done right. Super excited for it. After I read it, I bought this book for my dad, and he absolutely inhaled it and loved the book and couldn't stop talking about it. Again, that's Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff. My second backlist pick today is American Born Chinese by Jean Luen Yang, color by Lark Pian. This graphic novel backlist pick is from 2006, and I remember it being very popular when I was in grad school in my library science program. And actually, I think it's been maybe 10 years since I first read it. It won so many awards. Prince Award, an Eisner, Rubin Award, Chinese American Librarians Association Best Book Award, and a few others. For most of the book, American Born Chinese seems like it's three different stories told in alternating chapters that have a similar theme. But again, this one, in the end, it all comes together and you learn the deep interconnection between the characters. For one story, we meet the Monkey King, who is a prominent figure in Chinese culture. In fact, my wife and I got to go to Disneyland Hong Kong a few years ago, and it's fascinating because it has the exact same footprint as the original Disneyland in California. It's just that some of the themes were different. And we learned from an Imagineer who worked on creating the Hong Kong park that California's version of the Haunted Mansion does not translate at all culturally. So they needed something different and ended up with my favorite ride called Mystic Manor. And I'm telling you this because the Monkey King shows up in Mystic Manor in this huge dramatic appearance in the ride and it's super cool. And I thought it was a really nice touch. In American Born Chinese, we meet the Monkey King and learn how the other deities do not accept him because he is just a monkey. He masters many various disciplines of Kung Fu and repeatedly tries to prove himself as a fellow god, even changing his body shape so he is more human-like. But the gods just keep saying, no, you're a monkey, quit trying to be anything other than that. The second story being told is that of Jin Wong, a Chinese-American boy who wants to be white and blend in instead of standing out. Part of the reason is because he has a crush on a girl who is white, and the other giant part is because of the anti-Asian racism he has to deal with all the time. And the microaggressions and flat-out aggressions in this book are a constant onslaught. Two months later, after Jin arrived at his new middle school, another student arrived. This student, Wei Chen's son, just moved to the U.S. from Taiwan. In an effort to reject his own heritage, Jin initially rejects the friendship of Wei Chen, but that doesn't last for long and they end up becoming best friends. Then the third storyline of this book is told as if it were a sitcom with a laugh track. And it's actually kind of eerie and super unsettling. It's about a high school boy named Danny who appears white but gets a yearly visit from his cousin Chin Ki who is a wildly racist caricature of a Chinese person. Like it's really bad. It makes me so uncomfortable to even read. And Danny is deeply ashamed of his cousin and doesn't want to be associated with him at all. So then in the end, these three different threads are all woven together to bring the story almost full circle. 
This book is about so many things, about internalized racism, self-hatred, and eventually self-acceptance. Again, this is American Born Chinese by Jean Luen Yang. And that's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. Also, I want to mention that if you go to our homepage at bookriot.com, you can find all the COVID-19 news and posts related to the book world by clicking on the bright yellow header that says COVID-19 updates from the bookish world. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The InfoFile, as in The Lover of Information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading! Happy reading!